You're listening to the God-Centered Mom Podcast with me, Heather McFadden. As the mom to four young boys, I know motherhood's hard, but sometimes I think I make it even harder than it needs to be. I'll worry about my needs being met or I'll spend so much energy trying to make my boys happy that I forget that if I would take my eyes off me and my eyes off my kids and keep my eyes on God, that those desires would grow strangely dim and their contentment would go up as I'm led by his spirit. I also forget that I'm surrounded by God. He is going before me in places that I'm fearful of. He is walking with me on the hard days and he's coming behind me, redeeming any mistake I made. So each week I'll interview a new guest and we'll discuss what it means to be a God-centered mom. Thanks for listening. You're listening to episode 45 on the God Center Mom podcast. Today we're chatting with Lisa Turkers. She's awesome, y'all. She knows how to write about issues that affect women. And she's written 16 books. She also is the president of Proverbs 31 Ministries, which gives out daily devotionals. If you haven't ever signed up for those, you would be blessed by them. Now, her latest book is called The Best Yes, and she's tackling the topic of our overwhelmed schedules and our underwhelmed souls. And she is, I just really love that she's brought up this topic. I think I talk, it's every day I'm talking to friends about it. So today, specifically, we're going to chat about five schedule sappers, things that are, you know, derailing us from our desire to give our best yes. And uh, so I think it's going to be awesome. I think y'all are going to benefit from it. And after our interview, you can stay tuned. I'm going to have a couple shout outs for some great reviews and a couple more thoughts. So here we go. Hey, Lisa, welcome to the God Center Mom podcast. Well, thank you so much. It's an honor to be with you. Well, I am so excited to talk about this new book, The Best Yes, because I think you've nailed it again. <laughs> you've nailed oh, it. Oh, you're, you're so sweet. Well, I write about what I struggle with, so. <laughs> well, you just know women. You've been made to crave and all of our body issues and what we really are made for. And Unglued, all oh, my stars did that <laughs> at home for me. I'm totally an exploder. And so that was very helpful. And now you are talking to us about our overwhelmed schedules. And it is a conversation I've had on the soccer sidelines at parks, church. I mean, we are all overwhelmed. So thank you for bringing this conversation to the table and helping guide us through it. Oh, you're so welcome. And I I think it's important to state right off the top that I'm on this journey with you. So (laughs) I'm not like the expert where it's like five years ago, I struggled with this and now I no longer do. (laughs) So uh, obviously um, this is something that I think we can, we have the opportunity to make a lot of progress here. And I do feel like the Lord has revealed some things to me about um, just establishing the best yes in my life. But I speak to you as a fellow friend on the soccer sidelines going, okay, I've got to reevaluate some things today. <laughs> yeah. And I love how you say it's a tension to manage, not a problem to solve. That's it. I mean, we're never going to yep. get to the end of this, especially in a culture that we live in. Um, and you, and you know, I'll just let everyone know you have five children. So besides being president of Proverbs 31 ministries, five children, that's a lot. So. It is. It is. Now, I'm in a little bit of a different season okay, now okay. in that um, 
four of my five kids uh, no longer live at home full time, wow. which is um, which that is a, it's a new it's a new season, and it came so much quicker. Heather, I thought that that this day would never ever come, honestly, because yeah. sometimes the days can feel really long, yeah. but the years are short. And so that's part of the timing of this book too, is um, this is the book that I, um, that I would hand myself 10 years ago mm. and say, um, make sure that you go ahead and establish what are your best yes answers. Make those decisions so that your daily choices will be so much easier to make if you've established what, what are your best yes answers. And I think, you know, with, with the God-centered mom idea and um, with this audience, we try, you know, to, it's like concentric circles that I try to talk about, you know, your relationship with God, your relationship with your family, your your extended family, your close friends, and it kind of goes out from there. And then, you know, strangers shouldn't get your first yes, you know, that God should. And yet there's just still so many people and there's so many things. And I'm kind of a reactive person. So I deal with what comes in front of me. And I end up giving my family, like you say, the worst version of me, you know? And so how can we avoid these schedule sappers? How do we, you know, the strangers come at us when our family's getting the worst version of us? Yeah. Well, I, again, identify with this on a very deep personal um, level because I am a people pleaser. So I, I feel like I should right off the bat, of course, also <laughs> say confession time. Hello, my name is Lisa and I am a people pleaser. Yeah. And because I struggle with people pleasing, um, I really hate telling people no. Even if you aren't a people pleaser, you still live in the tension of there are more requests coming your way than what you're possibly going to do today. Mm. And the two most powerful words are yes and no. And what I've learned is how I set my schedule is how I live my life. How I live my life is how I spend my soul. So these schedule sappers are not just things I need to be aware of because it'll help me set my calendar better. If you draw it all the way out, it really is how are we living our life even more than that? How are we spending our soul? So I think there's a depth to this this that's really important, and I'm glad we're talking about it today. So I'll dive in, and and I'll say, here's what a schedule sapper is. A schedule sapper are those things that that the requests that come our way that are going to sap time from our schedule. It's those places where we dread saying yes, but feel powerless to say no. Mm. Um, And I think there are also things that we probably wouldn't think about on an everyday level. So today we're just going to think about these and however it speaks to your life, act act accordingly. So schedule sapper number one, living reactively. (laughs) Um, (laughs) Like I said, yes, yes. (laughs) So Um, we can very quickly become a slave to everyone else's demands Mm. and kind of live at the mercy of whoever's making requests of us and suddenly just realize that we are reacting to everyone else's requests, but never getting proactive with this is what I want my life to look like and then making our schedule obey what we have already established as the best yes for our family. Mm. And so living reactively is never taking a proactive stand for what you want for your life. And certainly you need to pray about that. Talk to, if you're married, talk to your husband about that. If your kids are older, talk to your kids about that. But 
I just came to understand that if I ever wanted my life to really look the way I dreamed and prayed that it would, that I was going to have to switch up the kind of decisions that I was making and make better use of the two words, yes and no, and get proactive instead of always being reactive. So schedule sapper number one, living reactively. Um, and, and I don't know, Heather, you may have something you want to say about that because you brought it up that well, that's something that you struggle I think, with. Oh, I think too, with four, I have four young boys and the oldest is nine. So there's constant needs coming at me, even just within our home. So even if, you know, my goal is to do this thing, sit down and write a thank you note to a friend, because one of my goal statements is to stay connected with friends in the midst of motherhood. And yet I get this request from even my family and this request. How do you even deal with your children and your spouse kind of coming in and not having, you know what I'm saying? Like the needs that are constantly in our day. Absolutely. So I was talking with a friend about that this morning because we were talking about how it sounds so good in theory um, to unrush our lives. But the reality of, some of our mornings, they, I mean, my kids do have to get dressed. They do have to have some sort of lunch to eat and a breakfast to eat. (laughs) And just those three realities alone, not to mention they need to put clothes on, they need to have their backpack. I mean, just some of the realities, it's like, whoa, how do I unrush a reality that forces me to rush every day? Mm -hmm. Well, I could say, okay, get up an hour early and maybe that is what we need to do. But I also know that even if you do get up an hour early, the demands, you're going to walk into the kitchen and the dishes are going to be there. The laundry is going to be there. So I don't know that the answer is getting up an hour early. Plus that may make you sleepy later on in the day and then you'll be irritable with your family all day. So who knows? So how do we unrush even in the midst of the realities that, that force us to rush sometimes? So what I explained to my friend, I've discovered that there's that when the motion of our life is rushed and kind of chaotic, we have to determine not to let our emotion get chaotic. Mm. So for example, with your um, boys and your example that you used with wanting to write your friend a note, um, here's what I would do. I would say, okay, the motion of my life is is rushed today. There's four boys. They're outside. They're playing, but they're, they're coming in. They need to go to the bathroom. They need water. They need milk. They need whatever. So the motion of your life is very chaotic just because you have these four beautiful blessings, but your emotion doesn't have to be. Mm-hmm. So what if you were to just write two sentences to your friend and instead of a long letter and say to your friend, hey, I'm knee deep in the realities of four little boys today, but I wanted to hit the pause button and just say, I love you. I'm praying for you. Love, Heather. Right, right. And so in that regard, you didn't let your emotion get chaotic. You weren't screaming at your boys, <laughs> I'm trying to write a thank you note to my friend. Stop bothering me. You know what I mean? Yeah, and, yeah. And, but the reality of your life, you may not be able to write long letters to your friend today, you know? And so that's okay. But living reactively is never going to allow you to get proactive and stick a stake in the ground and say, this is the kind of family I want. So maybe even with your boys in the afternoon, you say, hey guys, and this, this is an example of being proactive. Hey guys, you maybe they're too old to take naps. I don't know the ages <laughs> of your boys, but you could say, hey guys, um, 
for 15 minutes this afternoon. Um, I want everybody to sit in their room and you have to play the quiet game. You have to read a book. You have to lay on your bed. You don't have to take a nap or whatever, but mommy is going to have her quiet time for 15 minutes. And then use that time to write your friend a letter. You know, there's yeah. ways, but but it's not going to happen. Your boys aren't going to come in and suggest that to you. So <laughs> as their mom, yeah. you yeah. can get proactive with that kind of stuff. Um, well, let's move on to number yeah. two. Okay. Yeah. Schedule sapper number two is neglecting my soul thing. Mm. And for me, Heather, that was um, my desire to write. And I used to say when my kids were little, I'm going to one day I'm going to find time to write or one day I'm going to make time to write. Here's the reality. No one in the history of the universe ever found more time (laughs) or made more time. Right. So we have to get intentional with the time that we have. And my sole thing was I wanted to write. I, I just knew that some part of my heart came alive. And I felt closer to God when I had time to write. And, and I knew that um, maybe part of why God designed me with this love of writing was so that one day maybe it could bless other people. Um, I didn't have any publishers knocking down my door wanting me to write. I didn't, my friends didn't call me a writer. It wasn't about that at all. It was about writing did something good for my soul. Mm. And so I don't know what that thing is for you. Maybe it's painting. Maybe it's reading. Maybe it's taking pictures or um, journaling or whatever it is. But here's what I know. If you, if you allow that time to leak away from you and be sapped away from you every day, um, you're doing your family a, quite a disservice because it's a gift to give your family a woman who has come alive in some kind of way, do that thing that makes your soul feel that way. Yeah, that's a good thing. Podcasting uh, does that for me. So this is, yes. <laughs> this so is good for me today. Yes. We're accomplishing that right away. Yes. Okay. Um, number three. three is delaying the no. Okay. And when someone asks you something and right away you have that deep down inside feeling, I should say no to this. But because you fear disappointing them or making them upset, you you say, oh, that, that might work. Let me check my schedule. And then you delay saying no and you delay saying no. That delayed no is a schedule sapper because mm-hmm. then you're having to navigate and spend so much emotional energy on can I say yes yeah. or yeah. maybe I could rearrange some things. And then eventually when you finally get around to saying no, that person is going to be aggravated because they have already built up an expectation that you're going to say no. Delay never helps the no go down <laughs> easier. It's not like sugar. <laughs> yes. So yes, um, I've experienced I that. Yes. And for people pleasers, that's really challenging. Woo, yeah. It's so challenging. Yeah. But I think if we, if here's my, my little litmus test. If I get a request in and immediately I feel a sense of dread um, that, as I write this on my calendar, I know what it's going to do to the already running empty on me. And so I'm like, oh, if I feel a sense of dread, if I feel like my disappointment is going to go in the wrong direction, like once again, I'm going to disappoint my husband or my kids, that's disappointment in the wrong direction. Or three, it's going to introduce some kind of drama in my life because when my schedule is overwhelmed, things always get dramatic. And so um, if it introduces that sense of dread, disappointment in the wrong direction and drama, I have to say no. And so I need to say no right away and not delay it. So yeah, that's schedule that's sapper good. number three. Good. Schedule, <laughs> schedule sapper number four is believing the Wonder Woman lies. Mm. And um, 
Me saying yes to everything will not make me Wonder Woman. It will make me a worn out woman. (laughs) (laughs) And when I'm worn out, everybody around me suffers because I feel like the worst of who I am is staying front and center. And I don't want to live that way. So um, I have to be very realistic about two things in my life. I have to realistically assess my capacity and realistically assess my time. Here's my great temptation. I overestimate my capacity and I underestimate how much time something will take. (laughs) Amen. And all the moms listening say amen. Yes, Yes. And that is a dangerous combination. Yeah, yeah. So I've learned I've got to build buffers into those. I've got to start underestimating my capacity, like under, like making sure that I underwhelm my capacity level and then overestimate the time that something will take. And that way, if I have extra time, I can sit down and write my friend a thank you note. See how that works? Yes. yes. And (laughs) And I've learned that one yes is really like four or five yeses. You say yes to one thing for a school function, and then it's like five emails and a meeting, and you thought it was this tiny thing, and it's like, so, yeah, that's really good. That's a really good one. All right, what's number five? Yeah, well, and before we move on to number five, I wrote specifically in the best yes how to chase down a decision and how to analyze the real expectations of Mm -hmm. what come along with that decision. So I think that 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 you just hit the nail on the head when you said it's never just one simple yes it's always a lot more than what you expect so yeah. being realistic about that okay yeah. number 5 is forgetting the sacredness of relationship mm. and um i have learned that it's people not projects that need to be sac- occupying the sacred spaces of my heart mm. And if I agree to too many projects, people will get crowded out. Yeah. And so I know that it's the what strengthens the fabric of joy in my life are relationships. It's people. It's not projects. And so we just have to make sure that we we are really realistic about um, our relationships. And when we say yes to something, make sure that that relationship that will have to sacrifice in order for you to say that yes, that it can withstand the wear and tear of that yes. And that's just really important to consider as well. I think those are all good. Those are really good. And I think anyone listening could just focus on one of those and identify what's sapping their schedule. Obviously, for me, it's reacting. (laughs) Thank you. (laughs) Thank you, Lisa. Those are so good. And um, you have something available online too, besides the book, The Best Yes, and you're doing like an online Bible study but you have like a five-day devotional? Yes. Tell us about that. Un- yeah, it's the Unrush Me Challenge. Um, and there's actually a lot of free resources. If you go to thebestyes.com, um, there's a weekly time assessment tool. There's a chase down the decision tool. There's videos to watch. Um, but yes, there's also a free five-day devotion called Unrush Me. And um, it's like the appetizer before the book. And you can sign up <laughs> in five days. I'll send you an email devotion that will help unrush your schedule. And then um, my hope is that people do that and start experiencing the joy in just a few short days of the best yes. And then um, they'll get the book. And And I really do believe that this book has the chance to, um, to, to really help women and to help them not only unrush their schedules, but um, establish in their life, what are my best yes answers? And that will do so much for helping live unrushed lives. 
And I, I just love it, especially for this community of God-centered moms, because we really cannot be feeling God's presence and know God's presence if our soul is rushed and we're constantly um, overwhelmed by the schedule. So thank you, Lisa, so much for being on the podcast today. And y'all I'll have all the links in the show notes at GodCenterMom.com. Um, I'll even have a link to Lisa's new book for kids uh, called It Will Be Okay. So you can check that out. Um, so thank you, Lisa, so much. Oh, you're welcome, Heather. I hope you have a great day. Thank you. Bye-bye. Bye. Well, I don't know about you, but that was really good for me and to hear and to learn and to think about. Um, it's one of the reasons I like podcasting is I get to learn along with you and I get to ask the questions I want to ask because really I desire to say the best yes and I want to make God first and my family second. But the reality is even if I do that, that's a full life. And I also know God has called me to other things. He has called me to some ministry things. He's called me to things, um, to be a good friend and to disciple women. And if I am only doing my family, I don't feel like I'm honoring God. I don't feel like I'm being God centered. And yet that's a full schedule right there. Family and ministry and friends is a full schedule. I think what makes my day more rushed is when I allow those schedule sappers to come in. And so, um, I think, I think Lisa gave us some good wisdom and I don't know which of those really struck you. If you struggle with, um, really defining what you want out of life, maybe you are a little like me and you're, you're reacting to your day and always just responding to the need in the moment and not thinking ahead. Um, I guess even having, uh, my time in the morning before the boys wake up helped me not wait for a quiet time with God. I put it in first because I've found that just the pace of my day, that time is not just going to show up. I'm not just going to suddenly have quiet time for God. So um, for me, that was one way to, um, if my goal is to be God-centered and have um, time of prayer and time reading my Bible, I had to put it in first. So I don't know what your goals are. What are what is something you really want to accomplish or what is something maybe it's you really want to work on hospitality. And so in order to do that, instead of just kind of waiting for a moment to happen, you need to schedule a dinner. I know my husband and I really wanted to connect better with our friends. We had coming off of a season like we podcasted about of just really full lives and underwhelmed souls and wanting to get relationships back even into our home. We want a real people in our home over dinner and just conversation and we just enjoy all those things. And so I just said, okay, on this night, we have nothing. I'm going to invite these couples. And yes, it's more than we could have at our table, but we'll just trust God that the right amount will come. And they did come and it was great. And, but I had to put that in first. So I don't know, maybe that was what you need to think about today. Um, maybe you're not doing your soul thing. Maybe you're kind of reacting to all the needs around you or helping everyone around you. And you've said yes to a lot of other people, but you're not saying yes to what you need to be the best mom. And I know self-care is kind of a hot topic right now. So, you know, what are you doing to feed yourself? Is it, is it working out? You know, I started, it sounds silly, but I started doing this bikini body mommy thing. And I'm amazed how even just the 20 minutes that I will spend doing that really helps and shapes my whole day. It helps my mood. It helps me feel like I'm not just eating chocolate and drinking coffee all day. 
So what is it for you? Is it, um, is it working out? Is it just sitting down, playing the guitar, playing the piano, reading a chapter out of a book? I grabbed um, a book I just got and I took it to my son's soccer practice and it just worked out that a new playground opened up right by there. My kids were playing and I got to read a chapter out of the book. And that to me in a really full day was helpful in, in feeding my soul. Um, you know, I also had a request come to me for, to be a contributor on a blog and I really wanted to do it. And yet I, and so I delayed saying no. And this person contacted me again and again. And I, I kept waiting to say something cause I really wanted to be able to say yes, but in my gut, I knew it was a no. And so delaying the no for you might be something that's causing extra stress and extra energy that you don't need to spend. Um, are you believing the lie of the Wonder Woman? Are you just totally worn out? In Dallas, if you are a Dallas listener, we have Wonder Woman complex. We literally believe we can be perfect. The perfect home, the perfect kids, the perfect landscaping, the perfect pumpkins, the perfect Halloween costumes. It's out of control. And so, you know, what lies are you believing about being Wonder Woman and how is it wearing you out? Um, what relationships are you forgetting about? What friendships have you neglected? Um, I know that I've had to take some time and just stop and reassess how am I really meeting the needs of some friends and am I really being a good listener? Am I really being a good friend? And so um, I don't know which of those five things is it for you? Which of those things is sapping your schedule and, and causing your soul to be underwhelmed? Um, I hope you'll check out her Unrush Me devotional and even her book, The Best Yes, I think would bless you. I think um, we've just scratched the surface of the conversation and all Lisa has to offer. So thanks for listening. Uh, I also wanted to give a shout out to all those reviews that I've gotten the last couple days. Thank you, Nedalyn, for your sweet words. I am so glad you love the podcast and um, that you feel like I have, uh, that you don't feel bad about making mistakes and that you get a pat on the back because it's just pulled through. And for those two boys um, and your sweet son, I just, I just pray for you that you have a great day. Thank you for leaving a review. And Jamie Ivy, thank you so much for your review. I know Jamie has her own podcast. Y'all should check out. Jamie's down in Austin. She has awesome guests and uh, just a lot of great insight on topics. So thank you both. If you'd like to leave a review, if you've enjoyed this podcast, just go to GodCenteredMom.com uh, forward slash review, and that will give you all the directions on how to leave an iTunes review because apparently – with more reviews, iTunes bumps the podcast into the new and noteworthy and what's hot uh, area and people can find it and moms can find encouragement and moms can become uh, more God-centered, replacing me with he. So thanks for not so much for listening. Have a great day. I hope you enjoyed this episode of the God-Centered Mom podcast. If you're looking for more resources on how to replace me with he, go to GodCenteredMom.com. That's where you'll also find show notes with any links mentioned by our guest. I want you to really understand and know that God is just as present while you are washing dishes at your kitchen sink as while you are worshiping him in a church pew. He sees your service to your family and he is pleased. As it says in Zephaniah 3.17, the Lord your God is with you. He is mighty to save. He takes great delight in you. He will quiet you with his love and he will rejoice over you with singing. Have a great day.